You're listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast with your host, Megan McAvoy Matei, where we discuss all things mindset and manifestation for you high achievers who are ready to create the life, business, relationship, and health of your dreams. No matter where you are in your life, you do still get to have it all. It's never too late as long as you stay open to the possibility that that dream can come true for you. That is what I I'm here to help you do. You ever hear the expression, don't get your hopes up? Or, you know, somebody says to you, I don't want you to be disappointed. Or have you thought that yourself? Maybe there's something that you're looking to do in your life or manifest in your life. And you think to yourself, hey, I don't want to get my hopes up about this. I hate that. I'm just going to come out and say it. I don't hate you at all for saying that or thinking that or ever feeling that way or wanting to avoid disappointment. But the notion in general of not getting our hopes up, why? Why do we do that to ourselves? And so in today's podcast, we're going to be talking about what is that belief system What is hope and why I think it is so pivotally important that you do get your hopes up because what kind of life are we living if we spend our entire life not feeling into hope and avoiding the possibility, notice the word there, the possibility of disappointment. What kind of mindset is that? What kind of belief system do you have if that's going on? Okay, so I hate this expression because we a lot of times will say, I don't want to get my hopes up when we're in this place of wanting to protect ourselves from not manifesting what we desire. And so I'll give you an example. And my husband and I have such a great relationship in marriage that I feel safe without asking his permission to share this story. I just can't imagine that he's going to get mad about it and me using it as a lesson. But we, as many of you know, if you've been listening to the podcast, decided to sell our dream house in the mountains and we didn't have another house lined up and we were going to have to manifest a new house, right? With kids, sorry, with a baby and I call them all kids and two dogs. It was kind of crazy, you know, not knowing where we were going to move. And also I became obsessed with the impossible. We ended up selling our house for a hundred thousand dollars over asking, which is what I thought everybody else was doing. And it turns out nobody else was, was doing that, right? I saw all these other houses going quickly and I had heard that that was happening, but where we live in the mountains, houses were maybe going for 20,000 over asking. Um, and it was kind of a rare gem for a house to go 80 to a hundred plus over asking. It was one of those things I thought everybody was doing. And so I became obsessed with it. I was like, let's get our hopes up around this. Let's imagine that it's completely possible that we can get all of this money out of this house that we've loved living in. And I remember we were both in the kitchen and, you know, making dinner and just talking about getting big time money for our house. And my husband said to me, yeah, I think that sounds awesome. I think it sounds fantastic, but I don't want to get my hopes up. And I looked at him and I was like, why? 
Why? And the whole reason most of us don't want to get our hopes up, right, is that we don't want to be disappointed. We don't want to be let down. We don't want to feel those feelings of discouragement when what we try to manifest doesn't come into being. I used to be somebody who, for instance, the vibration of disappointment would hit me like a ton of bricks, right? If I thought something was going to go the way that I wanted it to go and it didn't work out like that, it would be a really, really, really heavy vibration. And it's, it's that state of just being, right? unhappy, unfulfilled, something that's not what you were hoping for. And so you feel discouraged, right? You you feel thwarted. You feel like lack and limitation and, you know, what did I do wrong and how come this didn't work out for me? All those things that come up when you feel disappointed. And, and why would you avoid having your hopes up. It's to avoid this feeling that your expectations won't be met, that you'll be frustrated. I know for me, when disappointment would come, I would feel like almost for some things, especially when you get your hopes up about something really important, like a feeling of of depression, right? A feeling of sadness, a feeling of sorrow, a, a lack of trust that it was going to ever come to fruition. If it didn't come to fruition in that way, in that time, then was it ever meant to be? And so a lot of us, we go to this place of not wanting to get our hopes up, right? But what kind of life is that? And and I think a lot of people, this is something that I think can get passed on from from parents down to kids. And so if you're a parent and and you've ever said this to your children, I I just want you to think about it where you say, Hey, you know, I don't want you to get your hopes up because you're trying to what you're, it's a loving thing. It's so interesting with limiting beliefs and paradigms that get passed on through a family and from generation to generation. When parents do stuff like that and program us with belief systems like that, it's actually in most cases, not that they're trying to hurt us. It's more so that they're trying to protect us. They're trying to protect us from being hurt, right? They're trying to protect us from being disappointed or not having our expectations met or feeling disappointed or feeling frustrated or feeling any level of sadness or depression. And so we can grow up if we heard that, you know, maybe from mom or dad saying, oh, I just don't want you to get your hopes up, honey. I just, you know, I don't want you to get your hopes up. I don't want you to be disappointed. That's actually coming from a place of love. It's not coming from a place of trying to like screw you up and program you and and limit you, but it does screw you up and it does limit you and it does program you because who wants to go through life trying to avoid disappointment? which would mean that you're consistently in the belief system that you're going to fail to satisfy a hope, desire, or expectation. You're going to fail to satisfy a dream. I mean, inherent in the definition of disappointment means to fail. And so it is a failure-based mindset to be in a place of wanting to avoid disappointment. It is a failure-based mindset to be in a place of not wanting to get your hopes up. And so that's why I hate it. And I understand this program 
programming. Like I said, I had that. I wanted to avoid disappointment. I would be in a place of being like, you know what? It's really safer to not get my hopes up, not get my expectations too high. You know, I don't want to be hurt. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be thrown off track where if something goes wrong or something doesn't manifest exactly as I want it to, if my desires aren't satisfied, I don't want to be in a place where I went for that really big thing. And then I was disappointed because will I ever go for a really big thing again if I've already felt that very deep vibration of disappointment before? Do you get what I'm saying? And so that's why a lot of us will go to this place of not wanting to be disappointed and not wanting to get our hopes up. And from a manifestation perspective, we need to be in that place of trust and faith. We need to believe that our hopes, desires, our dreams, our expectations are going to be fulfilled. And so we cannot, we cannot be in a place of avoiding disappointment and not getting our hopes up. So I want you to shift into the vibration and notice if this is a belief system for you, if this is a paradigm for you, if this is something that you struggle with. Because that's step number one, right? A lot of you be like, whoa, if I go through my day, I will see different places. Just like, you know, that example of my husband where I said, hey, let, we're going to get a ton of money from this house. Let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. You know, let's have high hopes. Let's have high expectations. And you know what? We, we went to that trust. We went to that faith. And of course, it happened. And so I want you to go through your own day and see what are the places where you're not allowing yourself to get your hopes up? What are the places that you're preventing yourself from being disappointed? You're keeping yourself from being safe. You're keeping yourself from going all in on a massive, insane level of trust and faith in what it is that you want to create. Because whenever we shift a paradigm such as this, it requires first and foremost acknowledging it right? And sometimes the ego will pop up to try and keep us safe and be like, no, I don't really do that. No, that's not a thing. We'll go into denial. I always say denial is a hell of a drug and it is a very safe place to be. We can deny all of our issues. We can deny all of our limiting beliefs. We can deny all of our emotions. We can deny the fact that we don't let ourselves really, really, really deeply get our hopes up. And so first and foremost, acknowledge it admit it. But second of all, make the decision that that is something that is going to change. And you're going to be the person who has the identity where you walk around day to day and you get to the vibration of where I am having shifted this and changed it and saying, I actually hate the notion of not getting our hopes up. And just so that you know, this is something I go really deeply into in my journaling course, right? And so there's actually a whole module in there about how to shift from lacking clarity to complete clarity on what you want, right? Because what goes hand in hand a lot of times with this avoidance of disappointment and this vibration of not getting our hopes up is staying in that place of lacking clarity, man. Because if we move to that place of having complete clarity of what we want, then we're kind of forced to get into a place where we're willing to believe in it, where we're willing to hope for it, then where we're willing to go for it. If we stay in a lack of clarity, we don't have to believe in it. We don't have to hope for it because we don't, we don't know what we want. We pretend that we don't want. In that same module, I actually teach you how to use journaling to not only find complete clarity such that you can manifest whatever you want, but also how to go from a state of hopelessness 
if you're somebody who does feel hopeless, if you're somebody who, who doesn't feel like you can get your hopes up really high, that module will teach you how to do that. And not only will it teach you how to do that, but there's another module in there called uh, creating your identity. And within the module around creating your identity, you can step into the identity of being the person who consistently goes through life with their hopes really high. <laughs> and what that means is number one, you're going to have a lot more fun in your life. Number two, you're going to have a lot more joy in your life. Number three, because you are willing and able to be the person and create the identity of getting your hopes up, guess what? You're actually going to manifest what it is that you hope for. Okay, so let's talk next about what does hope mean? And this is why I think this is so particularly crazy that people don't want to get their hopes up. Hope means to wish for a particular event that one considers possible to have confidence, trust, to desire and consider possible, to expect something. Every law and rule of manifestation requires exactly this. And this is why this is in my journaling course, right? And journaling is something that I use as a daily practice, which is why I manifest amazing things instantaneously. And people were like, how do you do that? Well, I know how to journal in a way that's meticulous, right? It's, I used to remember when I first learned about journaling, I thought it was like writing in your diary, like a 13 year old girl, but no, my process that I teach is methodical. And so if you're going to wish for a particular event that you consider possible, if we're avoiding getting our hopes up, it means that we're not even considering that thing that we want to be possible. How sad is that? If you want to accomplish what currently seems impossible, and it is possible for you, then you need to actually wish for that and imagine that it could be possible. If you would decide to go through life and, and say, this is not possible, and this is not possible, and this is not possible, all because you're in this vibration of protecting yourself from disappointment, how can you ever get to the next phase of hope, which it means to have confidence, to have trust, to desire and consider possible? That's why, like I said at the beginning or a few moments ago, a lot of people will go to that place of denial because instead of going to this vibration and emotion and steadfast hope, we go to lack of clarity. We deny what we desire. I mean, I know a lot of people who deny their desires. That is just a thing that people do, right? They're like, no, I don't really want that. Well, why do they not really want that? They don't want that because they don't think it's possible for them. And they're usually in this place of playing the victim, right? They have these expectations, which if we go back to the definition of hope, right? Another word for it is to expect. We expect something that is amazing and going to happen, but instead it's so much safer to play the victim and say that that's not going to work out for me. That's not going to happen for me. And so that's also in my journaling course, teaching you how to get out of that vibration. If you've been programmed in such a way as this, it means that you have been programmed to be a victim to the universe, the world around you, your beliefs and your desires. You don't get to have those. Nope. Nope. And whenever you're somebody who's in a place of not manifesting something or you've gone for a big dream and you have in fact been disappointed like me and you feel those deep, you know, the sadness, the, the depression, the despair, like what you wanted was thwarted and prevented from coming from you. What that does is it implants within you an expectation that the next time that you go for something big, Oh, it would be so much safer to avoid those feelings. So don't go for the thing that's big because what you're expecting is to get hurt again. 
What your parents, if they taught you this paradigm or what you're teaching to your kids when you say this, is they're expecting that you're going to get hurt because how likely is it probable that you're going to accomplish the impossible? Eh, I don't know. It's probably safer right? To not go for that. And so that's why this is also in my journaling course, overcoming that victim mindset. If you hear that and you're like victim mindset, I'm not a victim. Da, da, da. All of us have trauma. All of us have limiting beliefs. All of us have ways that we play the victim in our life. It, it is just at this point in 2021, it is a fact. And a lot of times our ego will come up and be like, no, I don't play the victim. You probably do. And if that's coming up for you and there's some resistance, you got to get in this course and shift your beliefs about your victim mindset in the ways that you blame others and circumstances and situations around you and nothing seems to ever manifest for you. That's a victim mindset. And also the law of expectation. How do you become that person who is so willing to get their hopes up that you expect that to be ultimately what is going to happen, right? How do you expect that to be what is ultimately going to happen? And when you start to shift into this place of expecting the impossible and increasing your level of hope, that's where you start to go from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset right? Scarcity is one of these places where we go where we're like, there's limitation, there's lack, there's impossibility. I just don't see how it's going to happen. I just can't imagine that it's going to happen for me. There's not enough to go around. That's more than I could ever receive. An abundance mindset is, hey, there's plenty of opportunities. They're aligned for you. They're coming at any moment, at any time. You can get your hopes up. Somebody who's living in a state of abundance and believes in abundance is going to have their hopes up really high. They're going to be abundantly hopeful, right? And so think about what does hope mean and how do you become the person who's actually willing in your life to wish for a particular situation to come up? How do you step into that feeling and that vibration of hope? And if these are anything, every topic that I've just discussed right now in this podcast is all really deep in my journaling course really deep in my journaling course. And so is going into this place of forgiving yourself because man, if you've gone through your life trying to avoid disappointment, not getting your hopes up because that's how you've been programmed, you're probably going to have to start forgiving yourself for that because once you open your eyes and open your mind to what is possible and who you are and what you get to have just by virtue of the fact that you are you and you deserve to receive it because you're a living, breathing, amazing human being. And yeah, believe it or not, that is in fact enough you're probably going to have to forgive the version of you for all of these years or whoever many years tried to keep you so safe, tried to keep you so protected, tried to keep you from that place of being in hope. I mean, it's kind of funny, at least where I live, right? In the United States and in my family and a lot of people I know, what is it that you do on your birthday? We get a cake, we blow out the candles and we do what? We make a wish. We put a hope out into the universe, God, divine source to provide us this thing that just seems like so magical that it's worth hoping for on our birthday. Why do you only get to do that one day out of the year? Why don't you do that 365 days a year, 10, 20, 100 times a day? Imagine how much different your life would be. Imagine how much more you would believe in magic. Imagine how much more magic you would have in your life if you were to actually implement this as a consistent and regular practice. And so that's why I absolutely hate the paradigm 
of, I don't want you to get your hopes up. Don't get your hopes up. Avoiding disappointment. Hope is a feeling that we should feel into. I think that we should wish for things every single day of our life. I think you're worthy of that. In fact, I know that you're worthy of that. And so I really sincerely want you to start doing that. Because what I can promise for you is that this will be a game changer. This is a situation that the more that you wish for, the more that you hope for, the more that you change your beliefs about what it is that you get to have and what it is that you desire to receive and what it is that you decide will come to you, right? If you're walking around with that vibration of avoiding disappointment or not getting your hopes up, it's because you don't think those things are possible, like I said. So I want you right now to especially if this is something that you struggle with. I want you right now to go into this place of what are the most outlandish things? And I know you have them. I know you have them. What are the most outlandish things that you want for yourself right now that in a lot of cases you haven't even allowed yourself to dream about them? You haven't even allowed yourself to go there. You haven't even allowed yourself to imagine the possibility that you do get to desire that and expect that. What are those things? I want you to think of five of them. Five might sound like a lot, but I bet for most of us, there are five things that just seem so crazy because our limiting beliefs pop up, our fears, our doubts, our worthiness issues, our lack of confidence, our lack of trust. Those things pop up. And so we don't allow ourselves to go into that dream and really, really get our hopes up. And so do that today. Do that today. Come up with five different things and think to yourself, If I could, here's a question I ask my one-on-one clients a lot. If I could wave a magic wand and you could have, it's a magic wand, okay? Like I'm your fairy godmother, whatever you believe in. I don't know if you believe in fairy godmothers, but you get the idea. (laughs) If I could wave a magic wand and you could have whatever it was that you wanted, and it seems so completely crazy that you need somebody with a magic wand to help you make that happen, what would those dreams be? And how would it feel different in your life if you were to believe in those dreams? If you were to have hope, which meant that you wished for those, even if they seem impossible. If you had confidence and trust and you decided to believe that they were possible, right? Become obsessed with the impossible. Become obsessed with the things that your mind tells you isn't possible. And I promise you, In every experience I've ever had when it comes to manifestation, that's where those things become possible. When you focus on them, instead of focusing on them through the lens of impossible, you focus on them through the lens of hope and possibility. What does it feel like to be in that vibration of desire? That feels really good, right? It feels really good to desire. It's safe to desire. It's fun to desire. It sucks to not allow ourselves to even want what we want. And so many people do that in all areas of life. I see it as a mindset manifestation coach all the time. So what does it feel like to desire? What does it feel like to dwell in that place of possibility? 
What does it feel like to have hope and high expectation that these things are not only going to come to you, but by virtue of listening to this podcast today and and shifting your beliefs and realizing your beliefs, and especially for those of you who get into the journaling course, actually doing the work, what does it feel like of instead of going to the vibe of these things are going to come to me, being in the vibe of they're all in their way already? Because sometimes when we go into this place of hope and trust and confidence and faith, then we shift into, okay, it's going to come to me someday. At some point, it's going to start trending in my direction. I want you to go into that place where you go into getting your hopes so high that you decide to believe that it's already on its way to you right now. Just because you've decided to desire it, just because you are in fact worthy, just because you've decided that this block or this limitation or this avoidance of disappointment or this avoidance of getting your hopes up because you went into that place of having high, high hopes. I also want those of you to who might be doing this in your own relationships, maybe you're a, a parent like I am, I want you to catch yourself I want you to check yourself. I want you to notice if you're saying things like this to your children. Because this is where, you know, I've never worked with a client in all of my 20 years studying, coaching, teaching, practicing, living mindset and manifestation. I've never had a client that has made a seismic shift or myself included where we haven't had to go back to childhood and rewrite the programming and stories that exist for us. A lot of the programming and stories that we have are lifelong stories. They're potentially also generational stories. And again, it's not that if you're a parent saying this, that you're a bad person, you love your kids and you're trying to protect them. And it's not like if you're a parent who has said this in the past, that you did anything wrong or that you're bad. It's just, it's, it's programming. And the challenge with this kind of programming is that people can take this throughout their life for a lifetime. You know, I work with people who are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, and they don't allow themselves to visualize. I remember I'm in a mastermind and I had a guy ask, how do you do visualization? And I was like, you know how to do visualization. That's not hard. You know, like imagine what you want, put your dream house on the vision board. Remember what it was like to be a kid and you played make believe and you pretended these things were magical and real. We all know how to visualize. It's that we don't all allow ourselves to do it because of the things that we've been told. And I just remember when I was talking with that man in the mastermind, he was like, yeah, I remember my mom told me this story of like, basically don't get your hopes up. And these are the little innocuous things that we don't necessarily realize that we're saying or we're doing to our kids or to ourselves until somebody like me comes along and says, hey, let's pay attention to what you're saying and doing to yourself and to your kids and to those around you. And let's start living a life in a vibration where you do get your hopes up, where you do have wishes, where you do have confidence and trust. And another definition of hope, and I really like this, is to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or to be true. I mean, that's beautiful. And so why would we spend our life in any other paradigm or any other story than to cherish and love and value our desires with anticipation? Like I'm really, really looking forward to that happening. Start looking forward to each day. Start looking forward to each action 
being the move that's going to bring to you what you want and anticipate that. What is wrong with wanting something to happen or be true? There is nothing wrong with that. And so if you're avoiding hope, you're avoiding wanting something, you're not cherishing or valuing your desires. That's not fair. That's not a life, right? And usually when we desire something, it's for good reason. So this isn't to be used for purposes of negativity or manipulation, right? I'm really trusting that anybody who's going to learn the power of mindset and manifestation for me is going to do it for good. And so I think when we think about hope, we want to realize that the desires, I really believe this, the desires that are placed on our heart to start the business, to manifest the love of our life, to manifest our dream house, to have more than enough money in the bank, to have a legacy enough for our children's children, those are things that are put on our heart for a reason. Those are put on our heart for us to do good in the world, have good in the world, have the best of what we could possibly have in our life. And there's nothing wrong with that. And so if you're making your desires wrong, why, right? Why would we do that? And so my hope for you, isn't that funny, is that you change your entire vibration and belief system around hope. My hope for you is that you go throughout your days and you go to this place consistently day in and day out of getting your hopes up. And on the other side of that, which is why in my journaling course, I do go into hopelessness, that feeling, that, that feeling of how do we handle not having hope? How do we handle feeling as though our best days are behind us when in reality, if we decide our best days can be ahead of us? And you'll notice in that module that I share some really personal stories of some struggles that I had pretty soon after becoming a mom and just a lot of the things that are kind of crazy and going on in the world and just feeling this vibration of hopelessness and thinking that my best days were behind us. And so I want, I want to be clear that when we're on this journey of mindset and manifestation, it's not like... I'm going to use the example of a, a, a lake or a pond. You know how the water's usually pretty flat? It's not turbulent. You don't really see too much waves. Manifestation and mindset aren't like that. We aren't flat. We're a lot more like the ocean. Some days we're going to feel like we're way up and on top of the world. Other days we're going to potentially feel as though we're crashing down. And that's okay, Right? If we go into hopelessness, the most important thing that we need to do, and I said this about anxiety and worry and doubt and fear and all those other emotions that are hard to manage, we have to realize that we're not going to move in. We're not going to live in that wave that has just crashed down below in the depths, right? We're just going to have 15-minute parking and we're going to move on. So how do you bounce back from that? Say you do get your hopes up. Say you listen to this podcast and you're like, I got this big thing coming up right now. I want to manifest it going the best way possible. And for some reason, it doesn't. And then you dip back into that feeling of disappointment and despair and hopelessness. How do you bounce right back out of that? Because that's the most important thing. And that's why this podcast is stay open to the possibility. A lot of people, if they have these tests, if they have these setbacks, they make them a life sentence. They shackle themselves to it. And so they shut down and they close off instead of staying open to the possibility, instead of staying open to this can still happen. It might not happen how you thought it was going to happen. It might be lining up better than you can imagine, even if it feels like it's gone sideways. So how do we reopen to staying in that? place of hope? How do we stay in that vibration of, you know what? Yeah, I was disappointed. Okay, 
cool, man. I've been disappointed too. I'm going to be disappointed again in my life. Every human being goes through that. And this is why we need to learn how to harness the power of our emotions to say, but I'm not going to stay there. I'm not going to let a disappointment or another disappointment be what runs my life. I mean, I know people who have been disappointed in their love life when they were young. And so for the rest of their life, they stay single. And they're still talking about that event that happened when they were young. And now they're 60, 70 years old. And it's not that these people didn't want love. It's that they got hurt at one point. They got disappointed at one point and they lost all hope. And so instead of shifting back into the vibration of feeling hopeful, they stayed in that vibration and they completely shut themselves off to the possibility. I want you to stay open to the possibility no matter what at any time that it's still going to work out for you, that you still get to have what you want, that you still get to be hopeful, that you still get to wish, that you still get to expect and trust and have confidence that things are going to happen. Listen, just because your world was rocked, just because you feel like you failed, there's no such thing as failure as long as we're capturing those lessons, right? There's no such thing as failure unless we're capturing those lessons. And the only people who aren't capturing those lessons are the people who are so deep in their victim mindset and struggling with their expectations that then that becomes their life. That becomes their reality. That becomes what they're shackled to. And so I need you to shift that vibration. I need you to go into that place of consistently and no matter what area of life you're trying to manifest, all areas of life, of being in hope. I think it's a really, really powerful thing to want something to happen or be true, (laughs) to cherish your desires with anticipation, to look forward to that being true, to want something to be true and really anticipate and expect it. And when you start doing that, which is why this is a key to manifestation and also mindset for the happier, more fulfilling, better life, changing those limiting beliefs. But if you're going to manifest something, this is necessary. And so if you're somebody who has been avoiding disappointment and hasn't been allowing yourself to get your hopes up and you can look back on the things that you've tried to manifest and you haven't manifested them, it's probably because there was this dark cloud of avoiding hope, right? Avoiding getting your hopes up that you were letting stay over your your head, right? So let's ditch that. And if that's the kind of thing that you need help with, and these are the kind of principles that you need to shift and truths that you're seeing for yourself that need to change, that's what my journaling course is all about. And like I was saying with the analogy of a pond or a lake versus an ocean, that's why in my journaling course, I teach you how exactly to do it so that once you learn how to do it, it's a daily practice that you can use every day. So if you happen to go after something and you're like, okay, how do I be in this place right now? I'm triggered by my anxiety. I'm triggered by my doubt. I'm triggered by my patterns. I'm triggered by all of the programming and going after this big thing. And I want to be in that place of hope. Journal, baby, journal. (laughs) If you're in that place of I went after the big thing and I'm disappointed and I'm discouraged, how do I get out of that tunnel? How do I get out of this deep, dark place? How do I get out from under the waves that are crashing down upon me? Journal. And this consistently works. Because sometimes when we're manifesting things, we're going to feel like we are riding the waves, the ups and the downs, the ups and the downs. 
And I promise you that when you learn how to journal the right way and you learn my process for journaling, which you can use anytime, anywhere, which is the coolest part, you could be having a hell of a day right now. (laughs) You could have just lost your job like I did in 2008, two weeks after I had bought my condo and being like, dear God, I feel as hopeless as all hell because I don't even know how I'm going to pay my mortgage. I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know. I feel like my whole entire life is falling apart. Instead of letting yourself go down that deep rabbit hole of despair and negativity, you pull off to the side of the road and you journal and you be like, I got to figure this stuff out. If your mind is running at 45 million miles an hour, you feel like you don't know what's coming next. You can't see the forest through the trees. Journal. That's what this is for, right? And that's what the process is. And that's why I think it's so valuable because we really can, as long as you have a piece of paper and a pen, you can journal. I mean, I've, I've had, I try and take my journal with me everywhere. <laughs> most people who've worked with me over the years know that like I'm a fiend and most people who work with me end up being like, look at this gorgeous journal that I bought. Because sometimes you're going to be in a place like you forgot the damn journal. Well, does it matter? No. If you're sitting at a cafe and you need to journal, ask somebody for a piece of paper, right? Like just as long as you have a piece of paper and you have a pen, you can do this work. And that's why I love it so much because it becomes a day-to-day practice of shifting our mindset and helping us manifest. Because when you learn how to journal the right way, and this happens for me on repeat, what you write will in fact become real. What you wish for and expect with high levels of trust and anticipation, in other words, have hope about, is going to come from you come to you. Well, it's going to come from you as well because you are always the source of your own supply. That's a whole nother podcast that I guess I'll have to do, but it is going to come to you. And that's that belief. When you're not a victim, you fully believe that and you fully expect that. So get your hopes up and get the journaling course. Thank you so much for listening to the Stay Open to the Possibility podcast. If you loved what you heard today, make sure that you subscribe, share this with your friends, leave a positive review for us. It helps more people to find our podcast. If you're interested in hearing more about our courses, visit www.meganmacavoymatay.com. And be sure to follow me on Instagram, Meg underscore McAvoy underscore Matay. See you next time.